0: This is Kira from Harding Middle School. I am here with Joe Lanter from Lanter Legal talking about how much how talking about how math is used in business. Huh. Um Mr. Lanter, can you describe your business and uh, what is your role in it? Sure. So um, so I have a uh, I have a small law firm. Uh, i'm the I'm the owner and founding partner, founding attorney. Um I have a small staff. I have, a, uh, I have an assistant and an intern. Um, we handle almost exclusively cases uh, in the family law practice area. Um, and that so that involves a lot of different a lot of different things, but the broad category is family law. I do a little bit of other things, but um, primarily, that's what I do. I'm a family law attorney. Yeah. Um, what makes your business so successful? Uh, I, I, th- well, I think the clients. I mean, the um, I work hard, um, and it, you know, this is a uh, it's it can be an unforgiving uh, practice at times. So. I joke, I joke that my wife doesn't let me put my phone down or gets mad at me because I don't put my phone down very much. Uh, I'm pretty much constantly responding to emails and phone calls and, and things like that. But it, it, at the end of the day, it's um, if I have success, it's because my clients trust me. Um, and then they refer their friends and family and it you know, kind of grows from there. So I very happy uh, and I have been here in Lakewood. I started downtown and but I've been here in Lakewood since 2015 and I'll never leave. So, Okay. Um, when is the time you would use percentage in your everyday life? When is the time I use percentages? Yeah. Every day. So um, if you would have said to me when I started law school, you're going to use math all the time, I would have I don't know, probably slapped you in the face um, because I think one of the reasons why I was led down this road is because I didn't like math and science and that kind of stuff. But here I am and I spend, so in, in kind of thinking about this meeting before today, I use, I use math in, in a couple of broad major categories. The one is in my casework, uh, and then the other is as a business owner. Um, I do both every day, um, and so a couple of examples is um, like I said, I do family law. So one of the one of the areas of family law uh, that I work with is I work with divorce, um, and when families divorce, we divide their stuff. Um, and that can be, that can be bank accounts and houses and credit cards and all sorts of things, retirement, uh, figuring out how to do that division is, it's, uh, it's not the same with every case. Uh, and it's not just as simple as splitting things in two. So oftentimes we have to, uh, take a look at the percentage uh, in terms of percentages. Let's say somebody has been working at a company for 30 years. They've been married for 15 years. And the divorce is going to require us to divide the marital portion of the retirement account. Well, the marital portion of the retirement account is a percentage of the larger account. And then one person is getting a percentage of that. Okay. That's super confusing and <laughs> it, it's something that a lot of lawyers don't understand. Um, but that's, I guess, one of the biggest areas that I use percentages. The other one that's a lot more straightforward is as a business owner, um, the way that I get paid is I bill by the hour. So when I'm meeting with a client, I have an hourly rate, and I bill that client for you know for my time. Um, I uh, divide my time, and let me show you. So, I write all my time down every day on these sheets of paper. Um, And I track my time down to the tenth of an hour, which is every six minutes. If I do work for a client for 36 minutes, when I figure out how much to bill them, that's doing math. I'm taking my hourly rate and I'm multiplying it by that, you know, that, that number that, you know, if it's 36 minutes, well that's 0.6, that's 0.6 of an hour. So, um, so I, you know, I'm kind of constantly analyzing my, how I, how much I'm billing my clients and how much of the, the money that I bill my clients do I collect and everything else so i use math every day multiple times i have two calculators sitting on my desk three if you include my phone okay um what are the ways you would use repeated calculations repeated calculations so like uh like if you did something before and it uh if you like made a calculation and then you use it every day to find out one simple thing sure that's a good question well bill i mean billing would be would be kind of an obvious one um i've gotten to a point where i generally know i'm not going to tell you what my hourly rate is but um, i generally know the that math so it's not uh it's not real it's not real simple but i know that um, at my hourly rate, I know what that equals. Um, so that I, I mean, that, and that's a calculation that I, 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 guess I I've done enough that I just, it's in my head. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are others. I have a spreadsheet where I track all my business expenses and so I have running calculations on that spreadsheet. Um, to help me keep track of all of those numbers from a, from a business owner standpoint. So every bill I pay to, you know, for the internet or for any of my software that I use or whatever, my employees, I keep track of all that stuff and I have to keep running totals. I just, in fact, I just paid my staff today. And so I use repeated calculations every every billing cycle uh that i that i'm paying my staff okay um do you use graph or tables if so can you share uh an example of one so um i do i use tables uh i use tables often um the uh, they're kind of boring and they're not really math oriented but um the tables i use are are uh, are oftentimes to divide up the holidays over the course of the year, and again, this is—it's kind of depressing, um, but it's—I think what I mean, it's real life for a lot of people. So, if we have, if we have a graph, a, you know—a table, it kind of looks like it might look like this. So we'll have even, odd. And let's just put in a couple examples. So we have even years, odd years, and then we have a list of a list of holidays. So if we're trying to figure out where kids are going to be for the holidays over the course of the year, we'll come up with a table like this and it'll look something like this. And again, this is depressing because kids want to be with their parents, both parents for every holiday, but sometimes that's just not doable. So we'll alternate we'll have mother, father, father, mother, mother, father, and so on and so forth. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's all right. Um, can you give any other examples of how you would use math in your business? Um, so, I think one of the things that I, from a business perspective, um, I I try to analyze um, when I'm doing any kind of marketing. So you know what marketing is, Mm -hmm. um, advertising or whatever it is. As a business owner, I'm concerned about what's called return on investment. So I want to know if the money that I spend on marketing is paying off is it worth the money that i'm spending so if i um i I don't do I, i don't advertise um i have some social media sites that are free um the the any marketing that i do that's paid is in the form of sponsorships so i do um i uh and i sit on the board of lakewood alive if you've ever heard of lakewood alive yeah they do Summer Meltdown and Light Up Lakewood and the Spooky Pooch Parade and that stuff. Um, And I will always do, I I sponsor things through Lakewood Alive. Um, And we'll do other, you know, I sponsor my kid's baseball team and stuff like that. And the question is always, well, am I getting anything from that, from that investment? Um, And I track that in a couple of different ways and have to use math to figure out if it's worth it. So, if I spend, let's say I spend $2,000 on a sponsorship, and um, part of my process when clients first call is uh, myself and my staff, we try and figure out, well, how did that client find me? You know, why did they call my office? Um, If they say, well, hey, you know, I saw that you sponsored this event and I was intrigued and I got on your website and checked it out, well, cool i can then take i can take any revenue that i generate from that particular client and i can compare it with the cost of the sponsorship and the minute that the the revenue that i generate from that client exceeds the cost of the sponsorship it's a good decision right on the other hand if i invest in it let's say I'll do let's say I spent $500 to uh, to be on the side of a bus you've seen you know lawyers that have their pictures on the side of a bus if I never got a if never got a client that said well I called you because I saw your name on there or saw your face on the side of the bus you know RTA drove by then I would know. Okay, well, this this isn't a good a good investment for me as a business owner. Um, and of course, that there are there there are always the in betweens. You know, do I have enough clients to to mean to to match the the cost of the investment? So that's where the math kind of kicks in. Um, and uh, so I think that would be another example. Hmm. Huh. I'll stay away from child support uh, calculations because that's a headache that you don't want to get into. <laughs> um, what part of your job uses the most math? I, I mean, I think it is. It's. I think it's probably tied between the, the client work, the casework that I do, and then billing. Um, I do. I, it's. I do a lot. I do a lot more math than I ever thought I would, uh, in, in working through my cases, uh, and trying to figure out how, how assets and debts need to be divided. And, you know, that all that money stuff is, is a lot of people fight about that. Um, and then at the same time I, I have to get paid. So I would say that, that it's pretty even, even between billing and in that case work. Okay, well, thank you for Mr. Lanter for um answering these questions sure. and taking your time uh to do this with me. Um